I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. Now this week we're very, very honoured because we've got one of our greatest actresses. Hayley Atwell is with us. Hello. 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 Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Thanks for, for the pastries coming. and the coffee. Yeah, I've got some um, croissants, some pain au chocolat. Pain au chocolat. Is that an almond? I don't really know what it is. I just asked for pastries in the shop. And, and the ratio of pastries to people is very high. There's sort of <laughs> yeah. 30 pastries per person. Yeah, and weirdly, I'm the only one who's eaten one so far. So. And you've still got a little a bit of chocolate around your mouth. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> Hayley, is this, uh, is this weird for you? Uh, you've been listening to us in your ears and now you have to see us with your eyes. Well, I am slightly starstruck. I have to say, <laughs> you guys have been in my lives now for three years uh, and I actually was introduced to it by your Duchess, I suppose. If you were to make a film version, you've mentioned that she would be the Duchess. Dame Emma Thompson yes. um, has uh, introduced me to this. Um, Is that how you found it? Through that's how Dame Emma? found M. it, through Dame Emma, And yeah. Dame listens to this podcast. We went on holiday and we, we gave each other all kind of books that we were reading, kind of swap book thing. And uh, in between a proof copy of Stephen Fry's Mythos uh, book and Jonathan Safran Froh's latest novel was <laughs> your book. Oh. Which was the one that was read back to back uh, and passed around the holiday um, with delight and joy. And I got back to London, started listening to the podcast. And I'd be walking around Battersea Park with my dog in the mornings listening to it. And at one point, this man came over to me because I was bent over and he thought I was crying because I was really upset. <laughs> and I, was, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so much. So, yeah, it's been a big part of my life. Oh. <laughs> so have you and Emma listened to the podcast together? Have you sat down? We read the book together. And her daughter, Gaia, sent me a photograph of, of her, her wallpaper, which looks just like, I think actually is pomegranate. Yeah, she sent me the same Have you picture. seen it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Emma was that impressed with her choice. Therefore, <laughs> Did she choose it for you guys? Yeah. What? Well, I got a pomegranate uh, Christmas ornament from Paper Chase last year as a homage oh, to you guys. That's cute. Not as yeah. big an investment, but thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not a true fan. my walls is the last thing I see before I close my eyes at night. <laughs> Do you have her saved in your phone as Dame M? Uh, I have her saved in my phone as Romance Crab. <laughs> as Romance Crab? <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. She, um, 
a, fr- a couple of friends of her friends met some people at a pub, uh, like a, a date kind of thing. And she didn't want to cramp their style because she saw that there was flirting going on. Right. But she did want to kind of suggest that people could go back to hers to um, carry this on. Fornicate. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so, but the way she kind of did, I watched her kind of, she scuttled sideways like a crab and just the kind of going, um, if you want to come this way, uh, then we've got, we've got uh, champagne. It's like, or you can stay here or you can, whatever you want to do. And then kind of scuttled sideways off again, like a crab. And uh, so she's now romance crab in my... I love so funny. Are you usually a prudy person or are you quite open with sexy stuff? In my personal life I am disgusting uh, <laughs> wow like in in terms of my language if right. I mean I'm just smutty as the next person do you say swear words I do oh my god I do <laughs> I say swear words and everything um but obviously you know being like on stage at the moment doing Shakespeare exactly it, it's about knowing your audience mm. isn't it so yes. um it depends on who I'm talking to if I'm meeting 12 year old fans of Marvel at a convention I might tailor it <laughs> sure Rain in the F bombs, yeah. the C bombs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although actually, they're probably quite interesting. Probably fine. To be honest, What's up, dickheads? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're in Shakespeare at the minute. Yeah. It's measure for measure, right? Yeah. I mean, it whiffs of Rocky Flintstone. I have to say. <laughs> so it's a it's known as a problem play because like batshit crazy things happen in it. And at one point in rehearsals, we were like, "Do you think he just wrote fast for money in this set?" Because <laughs> dad, dad can, yeah, and will. <laughs> There's like a line where I say, I something to excuse the thing I hate. And my co-actor, Jack Loudon, was like, do you think he just thought he'd fill in the something word later on? That's when you put a load of X's, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I'll fill this in later. Like, I need a word there, so something to... (laughs) So this feels very Rocky Flintstone to me. There's also kind of... um, there's some the great lines I've been listening to in season four of uh, there's a lot of exclamation marks. Mm. I love my life. Yeah, I love yeah. my life. I love my friends. I love Turkey. I love Chardonnay. Yes, I love Chardonnay. I love Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of big bold statements with exclamation marks. And I, when I listened to that, I then went on stage and I had this bit that I find quite difficult to do because it's four statements with exclamation marks, oh. and they are <laughs> unhappy Claudio, wretched Isabel, injurious world, most damned Angela. <laughs> And all I've got in my head is, I love turkey. I love my friends. I love Chardonnay. Wretched me. Similar yeah, exactly. messages. God. Wretched Flintstone, thoughts. for sure. Thoughts. And then buy your leave is in the yes. place. Duke says to me, now buy your leave. And that's something that's... Oh, there's triggers know. everywhere. How are you getting through this do, very well-lauded play? It, I find like I'm slightly schizophrenic. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm in Rocky's measure for measure. Yeah. It's his kind oh, no, don't of, give yeah. him any ideas, please. He'll, he will adapt all of Shakespeare. <laughs> no, but you're obviously not the first person to compare him to Shakespeare. Michael Sheen did the same. So I do think in hundreds yeah. of years, Belinda Blinked is going to be made into a play and it's going to be performed around the world. Hundreds of years. Hundreds Listen of years. to what you're saying. <laughs> We're still alive, not us. That's how long it will take, the distance you need (laughs) to be able to reflect. Society will have to regress so far that Flintstone is deemed one of the true artists of his time. (laughs) Wow. That is the age of Trump right there. We've often said, can you imagine it being in schools? I think it should be in schools just to teach kids what not to do. Mm. You know, that's, it's we have kind of that's a useful teaching device. Yeah, yeah. I think we're conquering Perfect. teenage pregnancy well, just by how awful it is. Yeah, certainly <laughs> turning me off sex yeah. for sure. Um, it's not erotic in no. in a similar way that any sex scene I've had to do as an actor, and mm. thankfully, hopefully, those mm. days are over now. I can be a bit older and more discerning because they're not they're 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 
as erotic to film them as they are listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because of just the number of people that are stood around like poking and prodding and... Oh, that's the least of our problems. I mean, when we did Pillars of the Earth with Eddie Redmayne, he wore a beige nappy. <laughs> and he had lots of fake tan on. And when he sweated, because it was the height of summer in Hungary where we were filming, yeah. he would sweat tan on me. And oh so I'd like God. I'd been tangoed. And... He looked a bit like an Oompa Loompa as well. And it's just a lot of kind of grunting, but with someone who's essentially become your brother over the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. So it oh. does take away. Do, do I dare ask why the nappy? Was that just, that's just how he works? It's a creative that's just, choice. That, right, sure, yes. yeah. You know, we all have our little quirks. Anything that helps us get into character. Um, he wants the full-on nappy. I thought, I think... Um, Dominic Cooper in The Duchess, I didn't have sex scenes with him, but Kieran Knightley did. And they said that he, he chose a sock. Oh, right. Kind of a flesh-coloured sock, which yeah. <laughs> that he brought from home. <laughs> he knitted himself <laughs> to size. But then I know some actresses, to ensure that um, in the editing process, they're not going to be seen more than they agreed or wanted to be yes. seen. They'll put on like funny little plasters on their nipples, that like multicoloured oh, right. or, or something ridiculous. So oh. there's absolutely no way it can, they can end include up on screen. Right. That's good for trust, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> no, I fully believe in the project, fully believe in you, but also these little uh, Mickey Mouse plasters are going all over the old, yeah. You have to put like a well-placed arm and things like that and everything. It's almost choreographed Oh, sometimes. yes, absolutely, which is um, really sexy mm. to choreograph your own pleasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like dancing with a big man-baby type thing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, literally with Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> Maybe that was what your Golden Globe nomination was for, just to endure the nappy. I think it is. Yeah, I think, they were I think just impressed with really that. That's what you really get paid for, <laughs> the endurance of the just utter humiliation that goes with being an actor. Now, you've had experiences online with, with porn, haven't you? You were telling us just before. <laughs> but you, uh... Wow. I, uh, I, that's, you don't have to I, share, James. That's really personal. Um, she told well, us. Well, I have. Um, so... This is, I think, something that most people... I bet there's ones of you guys, you know, fake porn accounts, where your face is superimposed onto porn. What? I bet you there is. <laughs> if you dig deep enough, you'll find probably find your face is superimposed. Oh, my God. Stop digging. Yeah. <laughs> I have a WhatsApp group for all the people involved in Agent Carter, and they discovered some porn of me, of my face. Oh, porn. I was going to say, from the old days. <laughs> from the old days, back in the day. I hope to be more discerning school. soon, but... <laughs> yeah. I've graduated to Shakespeare now. Um, but we found some, and the best ones are um, when they're really badly superimposed. So they give me, like, extra chins, or... One I've noticed that consistently, I've always got really bad hair, like, worse than my own hair, which often, on my day off, is as bad as you can see it today. It's terrible. But... They're really awful and they would be really disturbing. And I sometimes, the feminist in me gets really angry, but also reclaiming them for mm. my own enjoyment and amusement <laughs> in my social circle is basically what's gotten for me through the trauma of thinking of a 14-year-old boy in the oh, basement damn. of his grand's house. Um, Why don't they include so, your real hair? They're gonna, they just cut you literally your face and I not your actual insulting. hair. Yeah, they've gone. We need to just yeah. The just, hair needs to go. But is it because you were in like Christopher Robin or something and you had like it wasn't it's like <laughs> that's not doing it for me. I need to like cut that out. It's all a bit prim. I just want the face. <laughs> just the face. Yeah. Um, she sent so, them to me last night. Do you guys want to see them? Um, obviously. Why did you send these to me last night? What are you, what are you two <laughs> chatting really about? Late, really late. Really late. I was like going to bed. I was just sitting there. I was googling myself. My poor boyfriend sat there going, "This is wrong on so many levels." <laughs> there you go. Oh, 
<laughs> look how oh. proud I look. I'm so smug. <laughs> you're very smug in that one, actually. You're really knowing. I mean, how, how, how limber you are. You're no so you're bendy. Um, I think your hair looks lovely. Thank you. That one, yes. Very glossy. Very I would also question whether other things have been superimposed. Like the giant arsehole. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if that was yours or not, so I didn't want to... Obviously, apart from the fact that you're... Is it called presenting? You're kind of... Exposed, um, yeah. yeah. There's a kind of Kate Middleton vibe. I mean, <laughs> apart from the pose. But I'm also... Um, it's very... Um, you know when Joe Lysett does pictures of himself close up in the bath <laughs> and he gives himself all these chins, like mm. his face is disappearing into his neck. It's kind of what I'm it, doing. Yeah. I honestly think you look beautiful. <laughs> there's, there's more. Let me find another particular... Oh, that, that's that's, that one's that's good. a bit of um, polishing the table. Oh, wow. <laughs> a bit of light housework. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> Haley's legs, well, Haley's legs, the porn actress's legs are splayed and she has her vagina uh, pressed against a the, bar? Against the edge of the, of the, the table. table. She's polishing. She's a spring cleaning there. Oh, oh wow. This is, this is quite okay. hardcore. You know, I think that's, that's, that's quite really It's well real. photoshopped if it is photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> that's Eddie Redmayne. I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely at work there. I, do, I don't think it's for my own pleasure, given my face is. No, you're not focused. focused. You're not there. You're like you're planning very Belinda. Else. Task very at hand. Belinda. Just yeah. getting the deal done. But it's also got a watermark and, and a website. Uh, <laughs> I should like do some research on that one. It says hayleyatwell.org. That's what it. Um, how, how do you feel about that? Because it is batshit and kind of creepy and graphic yeah. yeah this is my life guys don't be actors children listening <laughs> don't do anything but uh but but um uh i feel slightly violated hmm. uh but there is a way to reclaim it back yeah and that's by sending it to james like, late into the night <laughs> late at night on a sunday <laughs> good for you sister because James was just saying he felt quite violated. So you're really, you're continuing the chain. I'm bringing you all down with me. You will suffer <laughs> like me. Do you think that this is all kind of rooted because of the Marvel stuff? Do you think that's where these kind of more intense fans have come from? Or do you think it is Howard's end? Because <laughs> <laughs> you never can they tell, They are filth. Ian Foster is known for having real filth bags who well, follow his work. I mean, the, the wig that I wore in Howard's End does resemble a poo emoji. So <laughs> oh, does it? It really does. Oh yeah. Did it get you the job in the Winnie the Pooh film? <laughs> <laughs> but you obviously have famously played an agent... Agent Carter, Peggy. Yeah, yeah. Which, but there's a spy kind of vibe going on in exactly. this Exactly. Mm. We now have Helga, who's an agent. Did you have to do any kind of research? Like, did you go and, like, hang out with... I, don't know. <laughs> I was so critical. Did you do anything to the book? <laughs> <laughs> did you even read the script? <laughs> I went to Agent Provocateur. <laughs> um, um, no. No. Um... Similar to Rocky Flintstone, I just like to let my creative juices kind of live in the moment right. as opposed to any proper research into actually what it takes to write. <laughs> um, but it's not the Marvel fans that send me this sort of thing oh. at all. They're very wholesome and lovely. It's nice to, if I have a character that is going to follow me around the world, no matter what I do, if I'm, I'm doing this play at the moment and I get fans from Marvel, they just want to know oh. about Peggy. And, um, is that not quite annoying? Well, um, yeah, because, well, <laughs> it depends on the mood, really. <laughs> if I've come out and been like, oh, God, it's exhausting. <laughs> Work so hard doing Shakespeare. And someone's like, um, uh, so can I talk to you about Thanos? And I'm like, <laughs> I've 
had people who who came dressed as Agent Carter in the audience of the wow. panel. Wow, it's been like oh a sea God. of red hats. <gasps> well, using your Agent Carter background, um, could, any suspicions about who the special one is? Have you got a theory about who it could be? Do you? I, I think it's someone we've already met, isn't it? Yeah, I think it'd be hard to believe that he'd do somebody completely new because that would be Wouldn't too be a shit surprise. to even doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know. whoa. <laughs> and it's this person. And here's their biography. This is what they're all about. They were on holiday um, the whole time. So. Yeah, exactly. But because um, I, I, I thought the phantom at the wedding was mm. going to be something good. Something good. <laughs> <laughs> I still, by season four, I still have high hopes that something good's going to happen. Um, I don't think anyone else could sustain that kind of hope like Rocky. Because in anything else, you'd have given up. You'd have thought, no, I know what this is now. But we all are like, no, no, no. No, the phantom at the wedding could be something and then our hopes are dashed again and yet we come back for more i do like that i've noticed in um season four especially the first earlier episodes have been less about plot and more about kind of setting Mm. so we've had a church where god appeared um and then the kind of the the mystical hallucinate like uh, cave den den. oh i was trying to remember what that was i was thinking i kept kept thinking of like a tamahawk paddle Tamarind sword. <laughs> no, because those are all real words. Uh, <laughs> but he's taught me a word I didn't know. De- decapod? Decapod, yeah. yes. Crustacean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we were all like, oh, oh no, that one's oh, actually yeah. the next kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll allow that one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether (laughs) it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mydad. Have you talked about recipes as part of your merch? Do go on. Well, there has been, you know, moments of kind of interesting culinary offerings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His book, and I wondered if that part of your merch might include a recipe book, the 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 slim lime tonic. Slim, I think that could do really well, actually. Definitely. Slim lime. Slim lime. Hard to say. Slim lime. Slim lime tonic. Slim lime tonic. Tonic. Um, the the turkey sandwich 
without the bread. It yes. was like you sand- spent time in Hollywood, I'm sure, in LA. Well, I mean, that would go down very well. Oh, well there you go. It's that's, the pizza that's version. What we, that's, we just live on turkey out there. <laughs> um, but the, I, I thought that the turkey sandwich was Belinda and Sam was the sam- and turkey in the middle of it, that they were the sandwich. They oh. were the bread. Oh my God, that's good. That is good. Again, That's gross. <laughs> probably not because Rocky doesn't think that far ahead. But, but I like that. I like that's, that. Theory. That's an interpretation that I can get on board with. Yeah. yeah. It also says a lot about your private life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yes, it's the old turkey sandwich. I've seen it before. <laughs> um, but Hi, yes. Mum. <laughs> the gooseberry yogurt with papaya slithers. Delicious. Was quite good. I mean, that, that sounds a little, you know, Nigella when she's yeah. like a tangle of okra. Mm. Sounds a you bit sexual. You could do the M&S, not any old, not any old not pudding, any but old an M&S pudding. pudding. Oh my God. Could not you do blue, blue cheese fish mousse in the M&S voice? This is not any old snack. <laughs> <laughs> this is blue cheese fish mousse on a bed of distressed lettuce. Oh, lovely. Snack. <laughs> I'm now thinking we're misquoting. They don't say any old. Any old. This isn't any old fucking any old. pudding. This isn't any old pasty. Um. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you've actually brought something with you, right? Well, I, I actually discovered quite recently a photograph of me wearing a T-shirt that I remember that I was very fond of when I was about nine. And it didn't occur to me till quite recently that I have actually been advertising a porn company since <laughs> 1990. <laughs> So, and reaping the benefits, I'm sure. <laughs> Those pictures make way more sense now. Yeah. So um, I bought a, a copy of myself at Madame Tussauds with my grandma. And this is a picture of... <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh, you my... bought the physical copy? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a picture of me, my grandma and David Bowie um, advertising a porn company. Electric Blue Casting Director. So I don't know how I got hold of this t-shirt, but this was a soft porn company in the 80s. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and I'd go to school with that T-shirt on. But, and how did my mum not know? Yeah. Only, only read. I mean, it's question. quite obvious yeah. what that might suggest it is. Also, you're the casting director. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get it from? I don't know. I think. And why was it in a like child's a size? Shop or something? <laughs> God. Also, your knee-high white socks. Yes, Thank please. you very much. They're like the ballet shoe. Like the the. the There's flats. a lot going on, and I've not even glanced at the rather awful waxwork of David Bowie. But, yeah, um, does he have odd eye colours? He does. Actually, they've got, okay, they've got that good. in. Yeah. That's his kind of let's dance China girl phase. Yeah. Mm. The glass spider tour era. Yeah. yeah, but again, where did you get it from? Yeah. Okay, so I think, right. Um, <laughs> you're, you're even clutching the bottom of it to make sure the full logo is straight. <laughs> you're like, sorry, do we have the t-shirt in the shop? <laughs> <laughs> if they did a waxwork of me, I want to be in that t-shirt. Oh my God, yeah, please. <laughs> To resurrect it. Just for a fourth and final time, where did you get it from? <laughs> so I think my, I think in the area that I lived in, the, the owner of this company lived. And I think I may have babysat his son once. <laughs> oh, God. And somehow what, what happened was maybe to you? paid in, with the t-shirt I don't know oh or, my God. or he thought you did such a good job he made you the casting director of his company <laughs> <laughs> from the electric blue casting director to the Donmar warehouse it's been quite a fruitful journey <laughs> can I post that on Instagram you can as long as you take my poor grandma out yeah, of this let's leave yeah. grandma out she doesn't of this. need to be she doesn't need brought to down be. by this smut. no, Come no on quite right she's a lady well speaking of casting mm. we've got to ask the question mm. yes who do you want to play in the movie of Belinda Blint? 
Can I can I play one of the guys? Sure, sure. yeah. Um, I'd quite like to play Alfie, the smallish oh, man. The sound man. The smallish man dressed in black. <laughs> smallish. <laughs> smallish. The smallish man. Yeah. It's quite a small cameo, though. I mean, if you're taking your pick of the parts, you wouldn't be in it for no very long. No such thing as small parts, James. Just oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sure. <laughs> is, that, is that a saying? Uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, so there, there is a, a kind of a saying, which is, uh, I think we first heard it in drama school, that there's no such thing as a small part, only a small actor. Mm. So that you could, oh. if you take a small I mean, this part, is both you can make it. Things, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's one of the actor. few where on the Venn diagram, he's both. <laughs> um, but I have imagined, anytime you've cast someone, I've imagined it being more of like a drunk history vibe in that you film their faces but it's you, it's you dubbing over oh, right. with your voice. Because mm-hmm. I think oh. if it was to be um, televised, it, it would really lose a lot if it didn't have your interpretation and your performance. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's up for debate. I mean, we, we don't know. We don't know what we'd lose. <laughs> How on earth would you do that with a straight face, hopefully? Like, <laughs> this is what I deal with every day. So you want to play Alfie. What kind of things would you do to get into the role of Alfie? Are you a method kind of person? Would you go and like mic people up just to get a feel for it? If I've got a lot of time on my hands, I might go and do a bit of methody thing just to make it look like I'm like working really hard yeah. sure. um, but I'm not really a method actor um, <laughs> no. at, at all uh, really at all do you um, believe in it sometimes I'm a bit like calm down no I don't believe in it because I have had the great fortune to meet brilliant actors in my life who are really cool and down to earth Dame M being one obviously but I once met Meryl Streep for example oh, wow. and lots of you know great actors who um, aren't method which means that on cut and when they go home, they can live their normal lives and not inflict mm. whatever intense experience they're having on people oh, around everybody them. everybody else, yeah. And then, so me seeing performances by people who weren't method made me go as a young actor who was still going, I don't know how to do this, like figuring out what's my way, my process. I thought, mm. if it's possible, I'd rather not do it then. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather figure out how to be really good <laughs> so true. and then not do it. Because if it is possible, yeah. then I don't want to do that to other people. <laughs> Know, Particularly it's just, it's on really selfish person, yeah. and I know this would be like a headline of the Daily Mail. <laughs> like oh calling at well calls, who's uh, whatever. Well, we're not going to go there. I'm not going to give them a Daily Mail headline. But, um, I think <laughs> we well- will. Dustin Hoffman. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think Atwell was a child casting director for a porn agency. Is probably going to be the headline. <laughs> Act well. Yeah, and it's interesting as well because it's like. You're an actor. The Mm. whole job is that you are creating something and it isn't real. Whereas if you go to method and it becomes real, are you even acting anymore? Is it is it a craft or is it just drops the mic? What is acting? Are we not all acting in some way? You You know, we have many masks. (laughs) That's so funny you say that because Jamie was in a childhood band and he wrote a very (gasps) moving song. Called masks. Called masks, yeah. yeah. And masks. one of the one of the incredible lines in it is masks. Hiding personalities. Masks. Hiding feelings too. <gasps> masks hiding away all your pain. Personalities hiding away. <laughs> That's really deep. It was. I was a very, very um traumatized child. <laughs> How have we never talked about that? Yeah. For, what I love is that you both know the lyrics. the lyrics. You you are word perfect, guys. Well done. Have you guys talked about this on the podcast? No. no. I don't think so so I Jamie, what's the what's the the melody? Um, masks. Hiding personalities. Masks. Hiding feelings too. Masks. Hiding away all your pain. Personalities hiding away. 
Personalities go in God, I was, I was going to try and come in there. I don't, I've never heard this song before. There was, there was the other harmony. hits. Um, running away from the butcher's dog. That yeah. was... <laughs> That was my Bowie Different one. Vibe. Running away from the butcher's dog. Running, <laughs> running, running, running. Uh, um, no, did you, I just have this. How old were you? Oh, like 27. 10. I just <laughs> have this image. I have a, an image of you in your bedroom with your back to the door as your dad like passing it, opening it, seeing the back of you on like a keyboard, yeah. having like a. Yeah, demo mode. Demo yeah. mode. And you talking about hiding the way my pain in the mask. And like, it was me and my sister. Going, it was, yeah. It what was, was your band called? Yeah, what were the names? Uh, <laughs> we were called, well, there were two names. I thought that we were called The Universe, but my sister says that we were called Two for Two, which I don't think we were, but that's what she calls. Universe. Um, that's quite good. That reminds me of a DT project that I had to do when I was 14. Design technology for the international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and you had to be, that was right, you had to do a package uh, as a music producer. Oh, And that's you had cool. to come up with what a label did name. You <laughs> but I clicked, I. I, I called my my music label Universe, oh. and the tagline was "Uni" is in one verse song. Universe, there is only one s- song. There is only, <laughs> there is only one universe. There is only one song. <laughs> like what a, a great record friend. label! We have one song. <laughs> We're going to take over the world, guys. <laughs> so we recorded a song, and I still remember some of the lyrics today. It was called um, "I Don't Want to Go to School Today." And it goes, I don't want to go to school today because I love you, boy, but I can't pretend that you don't belong to my best friend. I don't want to go to school today. And you know why, baby. Oh, my God, that was great. Wow, there is only one song. I remember like, don't, oh, God, here we go. Don't know what I'm supposed to do. Don't know where I should go. It's true. I've been avoiding coming face to face with my emotions, coming face to face with you. I don't want to go to school today. It's good. I'm loving it. I love you, boy, but I can't pretend that you don't belong to my best friend. <laughs> That's my favourite bit. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> yeah. But I can't pretend that bit, yeah. Oh, and then, the, and then the, what's that bit where it all drops? We don't know the song, so. <laughs> no, I mean, like, when you write a song, what's that bit where you the just bridge? go to the bridge? And it goes, um, wait, hang on. Yeah. What's the bit where? No, you, and I hope and pray one day it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Mm. Everything changed when you first kissed me. Everything's upside down. Now I can't face her face in the classroom. But tonight, pray you'll come around. Oh my God. I think we could make the whole song out of all that. <laughs> Our listeners are really creative. So anyone who wants to go and make that into an actual song, There please might be copyright do. issues. I don't know what happened to the recording or who this person was. Maybe he worked for the Electric Blue <laughs> yeah, exactly. softball company. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank that was you. so good. I'm crying. You really got into it as well. Like, you really like... Uh, mm. <laughs> I feel like you guys should go in the studio together. Jamie should we and Haley. resurrect the universe? <laughs> wow, that's quite, that's quite a, a suggestion. <laughs> what an invitation. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Haley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank it was so much you. fun. Thank you so much for having us. I'm still slightly starstruck seeing you all together oh, around if. the kitchen table. Thanks for the pastries. You're welcome. Thanks for the coffee. You didn't eat one. Are you going to eat one now? I'm going to take one for the road. <laughs> okay, the bin outside your house. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. Lexus GX. 